Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. Today, I have the amazing Christy Hart back with me. We are going to whip procrastination's butt today and get you rocking your business. So, just before I let the Christy, uh, you know, go all over this topic, I just want to remind everybody that the trauma release program is in full swing and we are seeing some tremendous results. So if this episode doesn't kick your procrastination to the curb, you may have some residual trauma that needs to get released. And I want you to take a look at that program. So check the show notes. Um, and for those of you who have watched this on the Facebook Live, check the live comments. All right, Christy, let's get going on looking at this procrastination thing. So first of all, you should introduce yourself in case there's the odd person that doesn't know who you are. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me back, Dana. I always love spending time with you, and I love the way that you introduced me this time. The Christy, unleash the Christy. <laughs> you never know what I'm going to say, right? Yeah, no, that's awesome. I love it. So I'm Christy Hart, the Dominatrix Life Coach, and I help people get fearless in life, love, and business, Dominatrix style. I love it. I love it. You have such a fierce badassness about you. And I so enjoy having you with me. Not sure if you've completely frozen on me. I think you've completely frozen on me. So Scott's going to have to just edit this out. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. She's going to come back on. Sorry, Scott. Edit this all out. <laughs> no reason for that. Just tech. <laughs> You can always expect tech issues. Absolutely. <laughs> Whenever you're on the show, there's going to be tech issues, right? <laughs> I I warp technology. I swear to God, electronics and me. Well, I mean, to be fair, you get two very powerful women in and, you know, technology doesn't stand a chance. All right. So let's get back to procrastination. So have you always been a whiz at ignoring the procrastination? Oh, my God. No. So... When um, when I had my business, I was kind of the queen of procrastination, man. And I had I had some really good methods. I mean, I think we're all pretty intelligent people, especially if you're improving yourself, listening to the podcast. We're all intelligent people, and our minds, especially our subconscious minds, are just infinitely intelligent, and they can come up with the most creative to have us putting off doing the things that we need to do just because we don't feel like it. Oh, so true. It's like suddenly washing the floors is in dire emergency. I mean, that happens to me every time I try to do accounting. It's like- I was gonna say, you know, the number one thing that I hear with business owners is about collecting. And yeah, when they go to do the accounting or anything that's boring or the collecting the money or anything like that, and that's when, yeah, that's when the floors need scrubbing and it's time to- <laughs> completely revamp your image, redo your website and your Facebook page. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everything else. Now it is a good strategy for getting, you know, the stuff done that you've been procrastinating. Right. The other stuff, right? The other procrastinate. Stuff. That is actually one of my go-to methods. I have a list of stuff. And so when I need to procrastinate on something, I do something else that needs to be done. So I can't, I almost cannot procrastinate because I'm just going to do something else that needs to be done. Right. So, and, and I'm, I'm totally with you on this is that, you know, it's 
for years, I've been the queen of procrastination. I've been the queen of do it at the last minute, you know, all my school assignments, you know, some of them were being written on the way to school. Um, I love to do it last minute. And, and partially, like for me, there's a few layers here. So let's dive into, you know, what kind of, what kinds of things you see behind the scenes. For me, first and foremost, in that doing it, doing assignments at the last minute was a way of showing myself how brilliant I was. It's true. Well, and then also a lot of people who find school very easy, um, they love to challenge themselves and to push their own boundaries. And so, yeah, if you find that you procrastinate, especially with assignments until the last minute, more than like you're, you're just really bright <laughs> and oh, you need that extra challenge, right? You need to add that element of, you know, time. Yeah. And that was, that was definitely a piece for me was that, yeah, school was super easy for me. I could just coast along. Um, I got good marks if I felt like it. I, yeah, I actually challenged myself in grade 12. I tried to fail because I was bored. <laughs> Yeah, and that happens. And oh my God, if you take a smart person and you <laughs> and you bore them, holy Moses, be careful because that person will come up with the most creative ways to fill that space of time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what other things do you find, you know, if we're not talking about school assignments, um, <clears throat> let's look at, you know, business in because you know that's my spin is is in yeah. business, right? I always love coming from there. And I find that in business, we don't have those deadlines anymore. We don't have the school assignments with the set deadline so much. It's not like, okay, if you don't get your social media posts out, that there's some sort of fail button. I mean, there is, but it's pretty long term. <laughs> right? So what is it that you see sets up that side of procrastination? For business, it's just because we don't want to do it. And always underlying it is a fear thought. So when you trace it back to basically what you're feeling at the time that you want to put it off, you know, most likely you might be feeling some anxiety or you might just, you might feel pressure and you don't want to do it. Or it might be the opposite. You might be totally bored with it and want to have nothing to do with it because there are things that are more exciting, more shiny to do, right? Mm -hmm. And then when you trace that back to the actual thought that you're having, that's where we need to go to. Like, what belief do you have that causes you to feel the, that way about what you're trying to do? So let's take social media posts. So um, you've, let's say you're putting off social media posts, you don't want to do it, and let's say it bores you, right? Well, the thought behind that is, why does it bore you? What do you have to be believing for for putting a post out to bore you. You might believe that you won't get engagement or you might believe that it won't affect people. So what's the point or, mm -hmm. you know, nobody's so going to see it. Yeah. yeah. So going to the root and really attacking that fear from the root. Um, that is the important piece for me anyways. Yeah. And, and I really see a, a slice, a big slice of a fear of visibility, a fear of being seen. You know, we, we think, like we're doing these social media posts, if we're using this example that, you know, we're doing this to be visible. And so yeah. if we're resisting sending it out there by procrastinating, then how much are we not actually comfortable with being seen? Yeah. And that can be true. And, you know, some of the things that I found is we can have, we can be a natural performer, right? And we can be ready to be seen, 
but maybe are we ready to be heard? Are we ready to actually be accepted um, into you know, our Facebook communities? Are we ready to stand up as a leader mm-hmm. in that? Yeah. And, and of course, when you stand up to be a leader in, in anything, whether it's in your business or in your life, there is a really big element of needing to be comfortable with being judged. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Right. Because you will be. You I will mean, be, especially on social media. Oh, my goodness. You will be. And you know what? That's actually a great thing. Like, if somebody's judging you on social media, go you. Because mm-hmm. that means you stand for something. Mm-hmm. Um, they, if you stand for nothing, they have nothing to judge you on. But if yeah. you have concrete ideas and a viewpoint uh, that's solid, yeah, you're going to get judged. And hooray, because that's a step towards success, right? It is. That's how I see it now. I, I love it when the haters pop up because it's like, fabulous. I've reached a new level of visibility. Awesome. Yes. And especially in social media, because it's so easy. Like if somebody's really doing a big hate on, I can hit delete and then I can hit block. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Bye-bye. You're off my list. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry for you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for your loss. Yeah. Um, Okay. So those are, those are a few of the things that are, are maybe going on in the background and definitely I know for me, it's, it's like you said, it's getting at that root. What is the underlying mm-hmm. belief? What is the underlying thought? What's the underlying self-judgment and rooting those out? Oh, now, yeah. when we talk specifically about procrastination and whipping it into shape, because we have to play on that pun, right? Please. Um, yeah. So <laughs> tell me, what are your favorite tools for getting the procrastination in line? Oh, Yeah. My number one tool is probably going to surprise you, and it's to actually ask yourself if it's a bad thing that you're procrastinating. Because as a dominatrix, you know, you are the dominatrix of your world. So dominatrix you doesn't really make mistakes. (laughs) Everything you do, you do with a really good reason, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I won't even initially call it procrastination. Let's find out if it's really important to do or if it's something that just somehow found its way on your to-do list that's neither urgent nor necessary. So I like Stephen Covey's quadrant system for that. So (laughs) if something is both urgent and necessary, that's number one priority. If If it's necessary but not urgent, those are your preparation tasks that really should be your number one priority because hopefully there's nothing on your list that's urgent (laughs) and necessary, right? Hopefully. And then it gets deprioritized from there. And then the priorities go down. But you spend most of your time in quadrant number two where things are necessary but not urgent. Yeah. And, you know, his his quadrant method is brilliant. It really is. And if you haven't read his book, I'm not sure where you've been um, because it's been a business classic for a long time. And there's a lot of people that have, you know, talked about it and spun off of it in that idea of looking at what's really going on. Cause so many people spend their time in what is urgent, but not important. Oh my gosh. Yes. And that is where that first question comes in handy. So is this actually something that you shouldn't be doing because maybe you're procrastinating because part of you knows you don't need to be doing it and it's a waste of your time. Um, So the first thing is to assume that you're right (laughs) and ask yourself if, you know, dominatrix me, is this necessary? 
Um, mm -hmm. Am I procrastinating this for a reason? I love it, which is very similar to the spin that I put on it. See, I love how you and I, it's like, we'll, we'll talk about the same thing, but we come at it from totally different approaches. So it's oh, yeah. great. That's why I, I think we're like the dynamic duo. Cause we really like, are. If you don't resonate with my message, you'll resonate with Christie's. And if you don't resonate with Christie's, hopefully you resonate with, you know, one of us. Yeah. But, um, that piece where it's, it's to take a moment and say, well, you know what? Chuck it in the fuck it bucket. Like, it doesn't matter to just like, okay, what if this didn't matter? What if it didn't matter that I procrastinated? What if it was okay? And and then what do I really want? What do I really want to be doing? And checking in with your heart as opposed to the the chaos that comes in oh. from everywhere else, right? Yeah. That that piece. So, yeah, so that's – yeah, I love it. I love it. And, and also having some strategy. So – what is, what is, I, I wouldn't want to lead you off. I'm like, oh, <laughs> let's go in a million directions and cover everything. Just cover everything. Okay. Let's, let's dive into one more tool for yeah. procrastination. Okay. Let's see. Well, you know, there's that. There's also having a very, very clear vision because when you have a clear vision and you know what your priorities are in life, then when things come to you, because they come in the form of opportunities, don't get me wrong. There are a million things around you that are shiny and beautiful and you want to run towards that and you want to run towards that and you want to collaborate with that person and you want to do that and you can't do it all. Yes. So let me, let me write a book and launch my speaking career and I'm going to build my social media and I'm going to run a group program. And I'm going to do some one to one and then I'm going to create an online course and I'm, oh my God. I want to be a veterinarian and a rock star. And a, yeah, right. It's, it gets a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, it does. So you really have to get super clear because you have to understand that as the dominatrix of your world, you are doing the choosing. So you, you have a million opportunities. The thing is, is that when you choose one opportunity, you are giving up enough. So if you choose something that is not actually in line with your vision, then you are giving up the time that you could have spent working on your vision to do something that's going to sidetrack you. Mm. So important. And, you know, in this, the planning, I'm ho I was hoping you were going to go there with the planning. We, we, didn't, we never map out where we're going to go because even if we do, we don't go there, right? So, <laughs> but, you know, the planning... And, and I'm going to take a, a spin off of that. Absolutely. I, I think the planning is critical. Figure out what you want to do. And here's one of the, my tools, my concrete tools for, for mapping out. What do you want to do? Let me take notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to get a hold of a stack of post-it notes. All right. Maybe three or four colors. And I want you to write down one idea per post-it note. So what are the things you want to do? So if you want to write a book, you're going to put write a book on here, peel that off, and a piece of Bristol board, okay, those nice big, you put that in, and you just peel off all the ideas that you're thinking that you want to do, all those opportunities that have been coming in. I want to write a book. I want to speak. I want to be, you know, getting on podcasts. I want to have a podcast. I want it, like, what are all the things? I want to be a rocket scientist. You know, put it on there. Um, I want to be Wonder Woman. <laughs> you know, that last of truth. So... <laughs> Some of them are going to be fantasy and you might need to throw them out. But if you no, don't, don't throw out all your fantasies. <laughs> true. True. That's another show. <laughs> hmm. 
Okay. So once you've got all the stickers, cause you just brain dump, right? Just put them all in there. Do not censor them. Don't go, Oh, I can't do that. If, if the, I want to be Wonder Woman comes to your mind, put it on, seriously, put it on a post note, throw it in there. And then when you're looking at the map, you can start to, to separate and say, okay, let's tune in. If I could only pick two, which two? Or maybe even, I would maybe even start with one. Let's start with one and say, if I could only do one of these, which one would make my heart sing? Yes. I love that. Thank you. I love that. Yeah. So I have a similar process. I love it. The, when I do it, I do it kind of as a mind map. And I actually make them add a time to how long that it will take part. you. Oh, yeah. is it? <laughs> I I said, well, that's, yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, that, that's yeah. kind of like, if you've already decided all the projects that you are going to currently work on, yeah. then you also want to sit down and say, okay, let me put, create a Bristol board of a giant calendar and say mm -hmm. how much time, like time blocking it, how much time do I need for these things? Right? So I run a podcast um, and the podcast literally takes me three hours a week. Because I have to book guests, screen guests, um, do the actual interviews, which are, you know, even with a half hour show is an hour of my time. Uh, thankfully, I don't do the editing. Scott Doucette is my amazing producer. Smart thing. Um, little shout out for him. And, you know, but I, there's still a chunk of my time. Oh, and they do the solo episodes. So I have to figure it. So in my calendar, I have to say, okay, I need three hours a week for this. Now, if I want to do social media, I have to figure out how much time and you start blocking all of the different things that you want to be doing. It also gives you an idea of, you know, do I actually have time for all these projects? Yeah. And don't right. forget to block in life. Oh, yes. It's, <laughs> right. I know you don't. But yeah, there's, you know, there's so much more besides business. And the thing is, is that sometimes we get hyper focused on business and we forget to live life. And yeah, you will burn out so quickly if you forget to do the things that Absolutely. actually, you know, that actually fuel you because you're working towards a goal. And if you're and if it's going to take time, right, you have to have enjoyment up until that point. So, yeah, blocking actual enjoyment time, lifetime. Huge time. And it's yeah. the law of 168, right? We have 168 hours in a week. So what are you going to spend your time doing? I like to do it weekly because my days can vary, right? Some days you ha I have like five you know, appointments and then other days it's, yeah. Well, the so, time blocking just kind of gives you a start to see. Yes. You know, because I find that so many people they'll take on way too many projects and they haven't figured out how much time they actually need for it. And I do this for myself because every once in a while I'm like, oh, no wonder I feel like I have no time because I don't. And I do, I'm like you, I put in, I put in time that it's gonna take me for shopping, grocery shopping. Time for cooking, if I'm actually going to cook. Um, I do actually enjoy that. But I need to slot those. And I have blank time. Yes, flex time. Blank time. <laughs> yeah. Time where there is nothing. I like that. Nothing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those are, are pieces. And then, of course, you know, it's easier to be organized when you are narrowing in. Yeah. Yeah. And when you do that time blocking like you were talking about, you can more easily see what you're spending your time on, and you can gauge, is this my priority? Is this going to lead me where I want to go? Right, right. Yeah. And that's what comes back to that original, what are my top project priorities? 
instead of trying to do all of them. And there's also, you know, checking in on the energy read of, you know, right. So my, my tool, if if you haven't heard this already, I'm not sure where you've been. Um, (laughs) So what would my life be like in five years if I do this? Mm -hmm. And then you check on how light, how expansive, how, you know, how much does it make your heart sing? Those, those kinds of things compared to what would my life be like if I don't? Yeah. And sometimes it's lighter to say no. It's true. And you have to kind of, uh, you have to have a method to say no. Uh, for me, that was an important piece because when I was a yes woman, um, you know, it was difficult to say no. And I would just fill my plate with things that were serving everybody around me, but not serving me. And as the dominatrix of our worlds, we have to serve ourselves first in order for us to have that time and space and energy and mindset to be able to serve other people in a bigger way. Absolutely. This yeah, is critical. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So in being organized, and, and I think for a lot of people, when I get them to start scheduling in blank time, me time, the fun time then it's a lot easier. They just immediately are able to shift into, oh, okay, when it's work time, I'm like full on. And mm-hmm. sometimes I even suggest to people, if they're really bad procrastinators, that they only have a two-hour window to get all their work done. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, because there's really not much that you can't accomplish in two hours if you really have that like focus, if you're really full putting on. all of yourself into it. No, no movies in the background because no distractions. No scrolling Facebook. No, every window is closed, but the one that you're working in. And that's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. And there's that, I forget what the law is called, but there's that law where the, the job or the project will expand or contract relative to the amount of time that we have with it. Right. So, and that's why I say, you know, you got two hours to get it all done and then move on. So that's one of my tips for kicking whipping procrastination into shape. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. That's absolutely true it too. It does it does fill the time. One of the things that I like to do too is as the dominatrix of your world, right? You have to assume that you really do have all the tools and knowledge available to you and you really have everything that you need right now to at least take the next couple of steps. So you don't need to research before you do everything. <laughs> and <laughs> Because Endlessly that is research. Yes, yes. that's yes. a huge um, that's a huge time suck. And mm-hmm. I know that there's so much information out there and it it really gets exciting and motivating to we'll read a book. And then all of a sudden we want to do everything in that book and just disregard all the plans we've made and just focus in on doing whatever we've read in the book. We get inspired. Right. Yeah. Entrepreneurs are we are fantastic at that because our gift is moving forward and innovating and new ideas and this is what attracts us. So when we read books, it's natural for us to want to actually just dive headfirst into whatever we got motivated by this week. Yeah. So this is this procrastination piece is especially important for entrepreneurs to keep focused on your vision and before you disre- before you disregard your existing plans to take on new plans that are shiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. It really set it is. Aside for like a, set it aside for a week. If you still feel like it's important, then go ahead and add that to your agenda. Yeah. The, the, you know, sticking the path 
sticking to being consistent has really, it, that's been what I've been challenged with in the last three years of, of trying to pull that in, pull it in and pull it in. And I see a huge difference. The more I'm consistent, the, the better everything flows. Even if I'm not doing all the things, what I am doing starts to get more traction, more engagement, more signups, more money. All yeah. of it. But you've got to stop doing all the things to focus in on the key pieces. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that we want to do it all at once. Um, and we feel, and especially in business, we feel this like big sense of urgency. Um, okay. Especially if we are low on money this month or we're low on clients or we need something else to boost our business, or we're looking at our goals and we're like, Oh, you know, I don't have enough followers or maybe my email list isn't big enough for this is my new goal for this. You know, I need more interviews or I need this, this, that, whatever it is this week, that's your goal. It can be really easy to just look at that and hone in on that and then forget about your larger vision. And when you take one slice at a time and make sure that you have time every single week to commit to that on a consistent basis. And then once you can do that consistently, add something else on top of it. But if not, you're going to do everything amazing for a week and then it's going to all fall away. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Oh my God. As always, our time is just goes poof. When we get together, we just have way too much fun. Um, so parting words for the procrastination. We've got we got about three minutes left here. So what's the final piece you want to leave them with? The final piece is just like a big recap. And it's just make sure that what you're procrastinating, you don't have a reason to procrastinate to procrastinate it because you might actually have a reason. It might be a good reason. And the second piece is get to the root of why you're procrastinating. It's important because if you don't get to the root this time, something else is going to come along that you're going to procrastinate on. Just take care of it at the root and you'll keep going. The consistency is key. Even though everything in the world looks shiny, <laughs> just imagine that your vision, get a really clear picture of what you want, not how you're going to do it, just what you want, a really clear picture, almost like a scene of your future in the next five years if you keep remaining consistent and make that scene the shiniest thing that you will ever see. So, so no matter what comes around you and what's shiny all around you, that's the shiniest thing. Love it. See, this is why I like having you as my guest. You're awesome. <laughs> Thank okay. you so much for having me back. My pleasure. Just give a quick shout out for your website. Oh, yes. The dominatrixlifecoach.com. And you can find all kinds of freebies there because I love sharing information. So there's <laughs> um, the there's how to have the confidence like a dominatrix, dominatrix confidence and all kinds of other stuff, how to have a kick ass day, just anything I can do to help you get on your way to having an amazing day and being the dominatrix of your own world. Love it. Thank you so much, Christy. You are so welcome, Dana. Thank you for having me back. Thanks for joining me for another fun episode at the inner dominatrix. If you are ready to become magnetic in your business, then head over to my website, innerdominatrix.com. Drop me a line so we can have a conversation about what it's going to take to get you rocking.